Okay. Pull it together. All right, my turn. I'm. <laughs> I can't do this with a straight face. I... <laughs> If we ever feel alone, know that Jesus doesn't want us to do that. (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed it. It doesn't bother me that you're not laughing at this because I will laugh for the both of us. (laughs) (laughs) That works. That works. I feel... Extremely, I feel extremely unprepared for this. Me too. This would be good. <laughs> well, the difference though is that I, I know that you have you have you have taken this very seriously, and, and I'm kind of <laughs> flying by the seat of my pants. I'm I'm just okay. sort of feeling my way through this. All right. Uh, but this started. This is this is a twelve twelve month project that we are seeing to its conclusion here. This is a lot of pressure right now. We started. Um, <laughs> what what is what is involved in the project? No, just the collecting of the tweets was is a twelve month project of. Oh, so you're saying twelve hard months of collecting tweets? Well, as you see them, collecting tweets and figuring out what what belongs in the folder, what doesn't belong in the folder, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that sounds tough. <laughs> How dare you? This is a longitudinal study. <laughs> okay, so I, I guess the thing we need to begin with is as soon as we put, as soon as we set the field, people are going to say, well, why is so-and-so not in there? Why am I not in there? Why is Joel Osteen? Uh, actually, Joel Osteen blocked us, so screw him. But, like, why mm-hmm. is, like, Franklin Graham or, you know, uh, just random people, like, why are they not in it? The answer is we're, we, we're looking for, like, specific <laughs> things to make fun of when we do the, the Christian tweet of 2017. Um, we're looking for existential buffoonery. We're looking for theological <laughs> word salad. Uh-huh. And uh, just a lot of unintentional comedy. It's it's a uh, it's a very distinct flavor when, when you're when you're looking for the top. I do like the unintentional comedy. That's my favorite. <laughs> but there's another reason that like maybe someone didn't make it, which is that you're my friend, and I feel bad for making fun of you. <laughs> I tried to not put people that I'm close to in the running. <laughs> Just so yeah. that I wouldn't be influenced. And I also didn't put myself in the running because I did that last year. Like I put myself in like the top Christian tweets because I wanted to be like self-deprecating. But it didn't really come off that way. It kind of came off as smarmy and self-congratulatory. Like, <laughs> oh, look at me right here in the mix. So I, I took myself out of it. Right, right next to Russell Moore. <laughs> Just two buds hanging out. <laughs> We're myself. the same. So I don't think it's a stretch to say this is probably the most important thing that's going to happen in Christianity in 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Richard, do you have any do you have any thoughts, emotions, fears, apprehension going forward into this process? Um, I uh, so I'll t- I'll say a, a note about ones that maybe I didn't. 
pick. <laughs> I think it, maybe maybe you'll call me out on being a hypocrite, but as we go, as I'm just trying to think about the ones I did pick. But the, I think I picked some that that felt like their heart was in the right place. Oh, and maybe they were too ambitious as people. Oh, you got to get out of here with that kind of attitude. <laughs> I did not. No, I'm gonna look. I got to bring something different to the table. So I'm coming at this from a different perspective. Okay. Um, I I think like you know, I want people to dream big. I don't want to discourage that. So there are some that are like, well, that's a lot. <laughs> um, but they don't like. Look, the bottom line is, even even without those, I had like 18 that I had to whittle down to. What was it? Eight. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, so there are plenty to choose from that are just that are just really impressive tweets <laughs> on their own w- without including ones that are really just people trying to like live out their calling um which would be a good idea for a podcast like talking about someone's calling uh I haven't hosted a podcast like that <laughs> All right, shameless plug for Richard's podcasts it's called The Calling. Look it up. Well, what you got going on at The Calling right now? Oh, no, I just wanted to say The Calling. It, I interview people. I interview some, probably some of the people that will make this list, <laughs> which is awkward. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, you know what? I should have saved my plug for that moment when we talk about someone that I've interviewed. So very clearly from the beginning, we see that, that Richard, if to put this in Freudian terms, Richard mm-hmm. is the superego of this episode. I am the id. And we're going to try to. So as as someone who's not up on his Freud, can you please just summarize uh, exactly the, what that means? You're the conscience of this okay, podcast. Got, oh, got it. Yes. I, I am the, uh, the unfiltered uh, impulse to mock and make fun. Right. Correct. I think it's always been that way. <laughs> okay. So also before we get started, shout out to the people who have helped us for the past 12 months <laughs> compile this list. Um, there's a lot of uh, people in the Christian Twitter sphere. Uh, I could not have done this by myself. Thank you to the people, most of whom wish to remain nameless for various reasons, who sent, <laughs> <laughs> who sent, who sent these tweets in. Uh, one person who does not wish to remain nameless, Casey Haas, uh, played a big role in this, and uh, I imagine we'll continue to. Uh, thank you, Casey. She was going to be on the podcast today, but had to pull out at the last minute. Um, but did send me uh, some demands of tweets that she demanded make the uh, the final <sighs> tournament. All right. So, Richard Clark, I will allow. We're going to do this NFL draft style. We're going to okay. take turns setting the field, here, <coughs> taking them taking them off the board. All right. <sighs> Lead us off. I'm going to start with Dave Ramsey, uh, who. <laughs> is a prodigy at Twitter. Um, Which Ramsey? Which Dave Ramsey tweet are we talking here? So, um, (laughs) uh, it's a narrative, right? So Ben Brown, (laughs) Ben Brown just, so I think we've talked about this on your podcast, or I don't know, you've talked about it on the podcast before, but just to summarize, (laughs) Ben Brown is just a guy, one of those guys we were talking about, one of those guys maybe with like 20 followers, who knows? He's not a person like everyone knows who he is. Mm -hmm. One of those guys with his birth 
year in his username. Okay. <laughs> um, and he just tweeted, things I like, Dave Ramsey's financial advice. Things I don't like when Dave Ramsey enters into her- hermeneutics. The key fact here is that Dave Ramsey is not tagged anywhere in this tweet. Um, Dave Ramsey quote tweeted this random guy <laughs> saying that and said, uh, call me and I will let you know when I care. <laughs> Which uh, there is. So first of all, I just want to say Twitter is weird. This tweet has 186 likes. <laughs> That's insane. Um, there's a few questions I have. One is like, why did he feel the need to amplify this tweet? Like, <laughs> he knows how Twitter works. I, I've 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 a, a theory. Maybe because okay. he's insecure and paranoid. But if I were insecure and paranoid, I wouldn't amplify someone's like uh criticisms of me like the ones that cut really deep i I wouldn't go i'm gonna show everybody what you said and then say something that doesn't actually refute that at all it's just the other thing is like i feel like i i'm like in my what i hope is that he dm'd him his phone number (laughs) so they could actually have that conversation (laughs) I don't think it was sincere. I don't think it was a sincere invite to have a phone conversation about when he would care. And like you said, the the key fact here is that he was not tagged, which means (laughs) the only way he found this tweet is by... Is by, yeah, searching for his name on Twitter, (laughs) which we all do, but none of us admit. (laughs) Actually, I can't really do it because I'll... um, I just get like a guy that referees soccer in the UK every time. All right, our first entry into the 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 voting field is set. Dave Ramsey is off the board. Whew, that was a good one. Okay, my turn. I there, there's so many here to pick from. I've this guy's not as well known as the others, but I've got to go number one, <coughs> number one pick. <laughs> Gary Thomas at Gary L. Thomas. <laughs> Let me find this there. Okay, okay, I'm nervous about this one. <laughs> I might just let you take this one. Okay. <laughs> Our choice: colon. <laughs> White knuckles or red knees? <laughs> Is he the guy that wrote the Love Languages book? No, no I don't. Th- <coughs> no, I don't think so. No, he's like a he's like a uh, relationship guy, but I don't think he did the Love Languages book. Oh. Okay, so clearly he's talking about white knuckles, meaning we're hanging on for dear life, or red knees from getting down and praying and giving it over to God. Mm-hmm. But there's another, I mean, there's a, there's a couple different ways we could take this tweet. And I just appreciate all of it. I uh, don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> but um, it's either way, it's not it's not very explanatory 
uh, it it does nothing to help me understand what he is talking about, what he could possibly be talking about. And it also just sounds it's not winsome, right? Like it's not <laughs> it's not gonna win me over to whatever he's talking. It doesn't make me want to go, I wanna I want what that guy's got. Well, it just sounds exhausting. If he's talking about um if he's talking about uh sexual acts, then then it becomes more interesting. Right. I'm trying to avoid <laughs> participating in that part. <laughs> Okay, let me... Gary Thomas, thank you for your contribution to the field of 16. <sighs> Moving on, Richard Clark, it is your pick. All right, let's see here. Oh, um, I love Stephen Furtick. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Um, he's, he's, he tweets. Um, this is like, okay, so this is like, I want to... This is like he literally sat down and thought, I want to do one of those tweets that, like, sounds really profound, <laughs> and and I like he has a knowledge as he's thinking of this he has a knowledge that they're not that hard like everyone knows like it's not that hard to sit and think of a like a funny turn of phrase or interest like a just a profound sounding thing mm-hmm. so he just went with it he leaned into it and he said he tweeted god is preparing me for what he has prepared for me textbook example of existential buffoonery <laughs> to be fair he's following a template set by the pope when he said it is what it is <laughs> so it's it's perfect it's just a perfect tweet <clears throat> and i think i think it was with casey we were talking about this that you know where did this come from like all these christian people who think that just because they display brevity, like it somehow makes it automatically profound. Right. There's just like this whole like subgenre of like Christian goobers that tweet things like, uh, instead of asking God for food, why not realize (laughs) God is your food? Oh, that's pretty good. You nailed it. Did you just come up with that on your own? Instead of, instead of breathing in the air, that God gave us. Just, just remember that that God is the air. Maybe when we fear our our boss, we should instead fear the boss <laughs> of the world. <laughs> if we are, if we are, if we ever feel alone, know that Jesus doesn't want us to do that. Nailed it. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) But it's not just Stephen Furtick. There's a lot of dudes, and we'll probably see some more uh, as we go along here, Mm -hmm. that it's just like, okay, you just, like, rearranged the words in that phrase. (laughs) (laughs) Not this, but this. And God in there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Stephen Furtick, you have made the you have made the field. He doesn't care. You're a hater. <laughs> All right, I guess it's my turn. I have got to go. I'm just going to continue to try to make you uncomfortable by picking out these tweets <laughs> with like the double meanings here. Uh-huh. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> Shout out to Casey Haas for this one. This one's one of her favorites. 
And Voskamp. No. <laughs> Successfulness is simply, always, only faithfulness. Show up and bend down. <laughs> and what better message in today's climate of hypersensitivity to sexual harassment than to just tell someone, hey, you want to succeed? Yeah, show up and bend down. Yeah, not, and not good advice. <laughs> she kind of it's a it's a beautiful tweet to look at because she sort of lulls you to sleep with <laughs> the, the jargon in the beginning, which doesn't really even make sense. Successfulness. Successfulness. Is, I'm gonna have to Google to see if that's a word. I don't know. I feel like you could end it at at success successfulness is simply always only faithfulness okay i'm not sure those two words mean the exact same thing but okay show up and bend down <laughs> it doesn't bother me that you're not laughing at this because i will laugh for the both of us for this. <laughs> that works that works uh, and voskamp you have made the final 16. The sweet 16. All right. Is it my turn yet? It is your turn. Take it All right. Um, hey, I've met this guy. He's really nice. Jared C. <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> um, one of those guys that's really nice in person, but I'm not sure about his Twitter presence. Oh, my gosh. You know what I'm doing right now? Oh. I'm uh, looking at the like icons. Okay. And I see my wife there. <laughs> oh, this is a plot twist. So my wife unironically liked this tweet. Um, now you said it was Jared Wilson. You got to specify here. Jared C. Wilson. Jared C. Wilson. Jared with an A A R E D. Um, like I think he's a TGC blogger. No, he's not. He runs for the church. Okay. Uh, does a few other things. Anyway, nice guy. But I guess he was worked up about something. That I don't understand. And um, he tweeted, Not gonna apologize for refusing to shame families doing the best they can for their kids. <laughs> some of, I realized as I was doing this, some of my favorite tweets are the ones that are just really hard to follow. Like, you managed in 140 characters to take us on a journey in which we get lost. <laughs> um, that's talent. Uh, and, oh, and I guess... There, I guess there's no 280 characters in this um, collection of tweets. I, I just know. realized. A good, I didn't actually think about that. There might not be. But with 140 characters, like you're, I should be able to follow what you're saying. But I kind of have to diagram this tweet. Okay, take us through it. So he's not going to apologize. We know that. That's the real force of the tweet. He's Who, not. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I, I've got so many questions. I'll just let you go. <laughs> He's not going to apologize to to you, I guess. And then you're like, okay, apologize for what? For refusing. <laughs> um, okay. I'm already lost. Like, is he apologizing? So, okay, for refusing to do what? To shame families. Shame what families? <laughs> 
Because that would be weird if you shamed every family. No, just the ones that are doing the best they can for their kids. Okay. So if we work backwards, there are families that are doing the best they can for their kids. Uh, he refuses to shame those people, which I think is, like, decent of him. <laughs> it's the least he could do. <laughs> really? Somewhere, like, you, I feel like the world has gone wrong when you're all of a sudden, like, someone expects you to apologize for that. Hey, let me just say, the line outside Jared Wilson's house of people demanding that he shame these families was very long that day. How dare you, sir, question him. Well, and well, I think the line is of of people who are demanding he apologize for refusing to shame families. Well, there, there were two lines. There were there were okay. lines. <laughs> they get out of one and move to the next <laughs> after. And then there's the act of the tweet itself, which is adds another layer. Like it's a tweet that it a tw- an active an active action <laughs> about what he is not going to do. <laughs> Okay, I, the backstory to this was, I think this was when um, Matt Walsh did that piece on like, or did a tweet or something about like, I, I can't understand why anybody would send their, why any Christian would send their kids to public school. And then there's like that big backlash of, oh, public school's great. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, all the usual suspects sort of got triggered by it. And uh, we're, we're going. So Jared that. is mad at Matt Walsh? Uh, or not mad at Matt Walsh? Matt at Matt Walsh haters. I'm confused. It's it's it was a confusing day on Christian Twitter. Uh, when was it? July 18th. Well, oh, this is the best thing about it is that the, I honestly think like it's kind of hard to know what side he's falling on that debate. He's on public the correct school, side, according to Jared well, C. Wilson. Oh, of course, but the public school or not public school. What's hilarious is how like uh like. I don't know the word I'm looking for. He is he is being um, unequivocal about not apologizing, <laughs> but it's a hundred percent equivocal about what side he is on. <laughs> but all he knows is he's not. Well, all he's going to tell us is he's not going to apologize for it. Hey, straw men be strawing, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh well. I just thought it was funny because it, you get lost, and although you're gonna, I think that's a pat, that might be a pattern in my choices. <laughs> Jerry Wilson, you're off the board. You are into the final sixteen. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm exhausted already. This is this is <sighs> okay. Pull it together. All right, my turn. I'm. <laughs> I can't do this with a straight face. I. <laughs> I'm going BJ Thompson. At BJ oh no! Six. <laughs> See, this is this was the category that I left out. I think this is admirable. Go ahead. <laughs> BJ BJ Thompson tweeted. <laughs> Working on expansive plans to bring the nation together. Please pray for me. No, seriously. Please pause and pray for me. I can explain. I can explain why this is a valid and perfectly good tweet. Okay, please please explain it to me. 
again, I'm a fan of big ambitions and expansive plans to bring the nation together is a big ambition. <laughs> BJ is a talented guy. If anyone can do it, he's up there. Um, and then there is this habit that people have of asking for prayer and what they're really trying to do is just like tell you that they're doing something. Hmm. Which, if you cut no seriously, please pause and pray for me off of this tweet, then yes, it becomes a bad tweet. Right? But the fact that he says, no seriously, please pause and pray for me, to me, it's like him saying, uh, no, this is a big... He's acknowledging that this is a big undertaking um, I, and that he I think the genuinely part, wants prayer. I think the part where it becomes a funny tweet is when he says working on expansive plans to bring the nation together. Hey, hey BJ, why stop at the nation? Like, do uh-huh. you bring the world together? Like, where, well, that's, where's the hustle here? I mean, know your limits, Matthew. <laughs> why not the galaxy? Come on, BJ. The galaxy... Uh, has no human beings in it. We can well, stop at the world. I'm going to have to ask Jared Wilson about that to make sure that that's true. He's not going to apologize for refusing. <laughs> he's not going to apologize for refusing to acknowledge that the galaxy has no humans in it. I'm not going to apologize for refusing to walk back my uh, like BJ Thompson tweet. How about that? That sounds good. <laughs> uh, BJ Thompson, you are in the 16. I'm just saying, my argument is basically like we've all been there, and he seems to he's he's uh, he's more genuine, okay, than most people. I'm not ready to move on. I got to go back to this. no. That tweet is like something like a a so, like a college sophomore at a Bible college would say of like at three in the morning. Like, and you know what? What's terrible guys, about a <laughs> guys? I just figured out how to fix the church. It's, like, it's it's three a.m., dude. Right, <laughs> right. But the what makes that ludicrous is that it's coming from a college student. In that case, <laughs> I think uh, you know he's working on it. He doesn't even say he came up with something. He's working on it. He's working. <laughs> he's work- and, and the plans are expansive. <laughs> Maybe maybe that's why the nation has not been brought together yet because the plans are expansive. It's a lot. Uh, okay, all right. I'll stop now. I'll let you go on. Oh, oh yeah, it's my turn, huh? Okay, sorry. I have to find it. Yeah, that's right. So this one had to come up. I think John Piper. Yes, thank is you. the best. Um, and he tweeted a quote from the Bible. Um, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. And uh, Luke 3.8. And then he provides commentary after. Um, wealthy stones. Sexy stones. <laughs> political stones. Precious stones. And I like that's one of those where I think it it falls in the pattern I was talking about where I thought I was with him. <laughs> I thought I was with him at the point where he was quoting the verse. And even wealthy no. No, immediately at wealthy stones I'm lost. <laughs> Sexy stones I'm even more lost. 
political and precious. I'm, I've given up completely trying to understand what is happening. Okay, well, well, the key to these stones is that to pick the stones up, according to Ann Voskamp, you have to show up and bend down. Well, that's <laughs> beside the point. I don't think Piper is speaking to that. Okay, when it, it's first of all, like I, I, I just, I'm really afraid that this tweet is just going to sweep the competition. That, like, this, yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it's going to win in a landslide. Yeah, I hope there's. You want to just get rid of it? I feel like this tweet is, is 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 right now. It's the clubhouse favorite. Yeah. Well, it's just that it's the. It is. Do you like honestly? Do you know what it means? Has anyone been able to explain to you what it means? Oh no, no, de- no definitely not. It, it starts out because talk- okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. What's that verse about again? Like for real. <laughs> Luke 3 I he made me like I've it's very rare well it's not that rare but it's somewhat rare that I think I know what a verse means and then someone like manages to make me just second guess everything okay he said therefore to the crowds that came out to be baptized by him you brood of vipers who warned you to flee from the wrath to come bear fruits in keeping with repentance and do not begin wait where is the (laughs) Luke 3, 8, right? Yeah. Oh, for I tell you... Okay, and do not begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown in the fire. Uh, Okay. 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 I'm getting it. <laughs> take, us, take us there, Richard. So... He's just saying, like, look, God doesn't need you, Pharisees, to make a, his church so he can raise up other people. And Piper is saying those other people can be wealthy, sexy, political, or precious. Here's my question. When Piper wrote Sexy Stone, who was <laughs> yeah. he thinking about? Right. Well, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the key to all of this is... Like, yeah, I don't. So God can raise up rich people for his church. Is that surprising (laughs) somehow? I think that's the argument we've been making for a long time. When we were hoping Tebow was like a Christian for real. Are, are Are you trying to troll me right now with some Tebow slander? Uh, no. I think... I like Tebow. He's fine. Anyway, who? Yeah, who was he thinking of? With sexy stones? Like maybe? Like I think that's a shot. That's an attempt to say something like surprising. Like even sexy stones, which that's uh, kind of that's. I don't think that's really that works. That doesn't really work. Obviously, like sexy isn't inherently bad. What makes this tweet special is that it, it somehow crosses over. Of like, you think it's gonna be theological word salad because a lot of his tweets are just like really jam-packed full of jargon but then by the end it crosses all the way over into existential buffoonery and it's like Uh what is happening here (laughs) yeah you almost it feels like a statement about like the donald trump 81 percent situation 
until he gets to political stones, now it sounds like a defense of the Donald Trump 81%. You know, like it's so weird. Precious stones just like wipes everything out and like that could mean anything. Like kids, I guess, like little kids. (laughs) I I have no idea. Like I'm just, I I admire the beauty of it. I, I don't need to understand it. I'm, Maybe it's a poem, and we're, it is one of those where we just admire the beauty and don't, and let it just live on its own. Mm. In any case, John Piper, <clears throat> you are now in the field of 16. Oh, okay. All right, it's my <laughs> turn. Uh, yes. This one makes me laugh. This one makes me laugh quite a bit. Let's go. Let's let's throw a little DL Mayfield in here. DL okay. Mayfield. <laughs> what if we all watch stoner comedies through the lens of how we use numbing agents to avoid dealing with pain and trauma? Okay. Okay. Um. I had seen it already and literally didn't think twice because like, well, I thought like, Oh, that's a cool idea. That's, <laughs> that was my response to it, which, yeah, maybe that's insane, but you're talking like the guy who's, who, who like was there at the beginning of Christ of our culture and like has been, has been saying things about popular culture for years to which people can only reply. Well, that sounds like a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> I just love the mental image of like, well, first of all, if if you're like super woke enough to be like on that plane of reasoning, like how are you like going all the way down to the bottom to watch stoner comedies? I think, uh, <laughs> I mean, I think sometimes. So Danielle has this tendency a really good tendency to like do like watch things that don't matter that are kind of silly mm-hmm. but she she also can't help herself um and <laughs> this is a good example of that like she can't not be her when she's doing this thing so she ends up writing think pieces about um the great british baking show <laughs> and like I don't know. I think she wrote something about that, maybe, and why it was like so important, um, which is what I love about her, and why I did not pick this as <laughs> as a Christian tweet of the year. I, I just love the mental image of like, uh, oh, oh <laughs> a Cheech and Chong movie is on. Hang on, let me get my notebook and pen as I sit. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's right. Oh, what's that? Half baked is on. Okay. Pause half baked. Let me go get my let me go get my laptop so I can sit here and 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 process this as I watch it. Well, honestly, if I'm being honest, it's the we all that pushes this tweet over the top. What if we what if we all watch stoner comedies through the lens of how we use numbing agents to avoid dealing with pain and trauma? Um, <laughs> even suggesting we all watch stoner comedies, period, is a little much. <laughs> <laughs> but then having to think about that other stuff in the middle of it. There's there's just a lot of nice angles to this tweet of 
somebody would get offended by the suggestion that we would watch stoner comedies. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> but like maybe we could do it if we did <laughs> if we did it this way. <laughs> you know, that's kind of the same uh that's kind of the same uh, ethical reasoning that I used when I was uh 16 to to read National Geographic magazines. Uh, like uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there's a there's a chance. Did you have my... to reason? You needed a reason to. <laughs> well, I was read homeschooled, so I had a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of legalism I had to work through. But I was like, okay, you know, I mean, there's a chance I might see that. You know, let's be honest, that there's a very good chance I might see some some nudity, some mm-hmm. tribal nudity in this National <laughs> Geographic. Right. But I mean, there might be some articles in here too. So let's let's just go ahead and open it up and see. What if we watch it through the lens of that's the that's the Game of Thrones argument, right? Like, what if we watch it through the lens of that's like every Christian argument for every pop culture thing is what if we watch it through the lens of I mean, uh, it's you, just when it but I like it at see, I like it at, in this tweet because it's like an idea. It's not an argument for anything. But if you're listening to this podcast, you had to come to some kind of compromise with your better judgment and say, what if I listen to this through the lens of. How can I pray for these people? Um, yeah. I, of what I male privileged entitlement <laughs> does to civil discourse. It's a, you know, with the name of the podcast, it's kind of a great comeback against criticism of, <coughs> oh, right. really? Oh, really? You're offended by a podcast called Fun Sexy Bible Time? Like, what, right. what did you think you were getting into? It's true. This is not. Do you want mine? The calling. This is not a. Uh, this is no. not a, uh, a prestigious podcast. It should be. Uh, do you want my next yeah, tweet let's go now? For it. What you got? Judah Smith. Who is this guy? I don't know actually. <laughs> Judah. But Judah Smith said maybe maybe my favorite one. Oh really? Uh, it's just so simple and perfect and compact and just. All right, here it is. Uh, Thanksgiving is a weapon if you'll use it. (laughs) (laughs) Some tweets are so vague that they are dangerous. Thanksgiving is a weapon if you'll if you'll use it. What? Why wouldn't you use Thanksgiving as a weapon? Why wouldn't you use a weapon if you had one? Who are you using the weapon against? There's a lot of assumptions here, like, um, oh, man, okay. All right. I just found his Twitter account. Oh, here we go. No, that's all. I just found his Twitter account. He's got some ex- excellent glasses. He's one of those, like, sitting on a stool interviewing people pastors. Yeah, that, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> I feel like he's probably posed with Justin Bieber for a picture before. Who hasn't these days? Yeah. Um. So what are the possible meanings of this? Uh, the first one that comes to mind is the pilgrims used Thanksgiving as a weapon in the first Thanksgiving. That was bad. <laughs> the second use that comes to mind is like uh, basically, basically, and I think this is more likely, uh, which is terrifying to me, is basically he's envisioning a world in which you know, his followers basically show up to Thanksgiving with their families ready for a fight. 
ready for a culture war on the micro level to happen, um, which seems like bad advice to me. And then, like, goading them, like, not even suggesting that they do that, but, like, basically calling them cowards if they don't. <laughs> like, if you can even bring yourself to use it. Like, you're sitting on, um, like, like, you're having Thanksgiving with Hitler, and you're holding a gun, and you could just take him out in that moment if you if you had the guts. Hey, guess what, Richard Clark? I'm not going to apologize for refusing to not use Thanksgiving <laughs> as a weapon. Against Hitler. You just got to bend over and pick up the weapon. You got to show up and bend over to pick up the Thanksgiving to use as a weapon. Sexy stumps, etc. <laughs> we will continue to just build these tweets on top of each other. Oh, that'd be great. We could make one big Uber tweet out of 280 characters. Oh, man. For real, Matthew. That's a project. That's a year-long project if I ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> Judah Smith, you have made the field. I think we've got nine in the field, so we've got seven left. It's, it's okay. Getting, it's getting tough now. I feel like it's taking a long time. All right, I'll be quick with this one. This is just a <laughs> random one that okay. I just I fell in love with it, because it just hit me the right way. Let's go, Dale Partridge. Dale Partridge, if 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 this helps, Dale Partridge is like a uh, oh, he's good, like a self help. Um, like, like corporate uh, author or something. I don't know. He's a Christian. He's got good tweets. And his uh, his wife is Veronica Partridge, who, if you're a Christian culture junkie, you remember her from the Yoga Pants Wars a few years ago. She was the one that wrote about yoga pants. She was the one? She was the like, one. Like, wrote against them? She was the original. I thought that was John Piper. No, no. She Well, she was the one that went that went viral. She, okay. was the, she was the wife that decided she was going to stop wearing leggings. And then she wrote like a post about it. And then her. Oh, good. His twin pen tweet right now is about uh, divorce for some reason. Oh, uh, 100% of divorces are caused by people who want to do marriage their way and not God's way. Nice statistic for you there. Oh, cool. 100%. Well, I, I was going to get divorced later today, but now that. He cleared that up. I think I'm. You don't want to be a statistic, man. I don't want to be a statistic. Del Park. This is this one's a tricky one. <laughs> this generation of Christians calls "quote unquote" legalism. He misspelled L A E. Yeah. Anything the Bible says that they don't want to do. And what's beautiful to me about this is that he misspells legalism. <laughs> Number one, he misspells legalism. Number two, he puts it in quotes. Number three, he capitalizes the L <laughs> for reasons I don't understand. And yeah. number four, he leaves it up as people are retweeting and, and liking it. He just leaves it up, which is like the most important word. It's literally the most important word in this tweet, and he butchered it. This That's generation amazing. of Christians yeah. calls yeah. legalism. Right. It's framed. It's very much framed as the most important word. Well, it's also one of the tweets that you get lost in. This generation calls legalism anything the Bible says. What? <laughs> like, <laughs> calls legalism anything the Bible says that they don't want to do. So many prepositions and stuff. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Is it fair to say he just hasn't been the same since his wife stopped wearing leggings? 
I don't know. I don't. I couldn't comment on that. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, or. Well, I mean, maybe the that's tweets, a reference. Maybe the tweets made more sense when his when his wife was still wearing leggings. I don't see how they're relate, related, but you know, you're the expert. Mm, okay. All right, Dale Parker. Right. You've made the field. number number twenty five. Number twenty five. That's not true. It is number twenty five in your Dropbox folder. Okay. But that means nothing to the listeners. So, uh, it's, but it's, Kevin, it's it's extra information. Uh, Kevin DeYoung. Uh, <laughs> one day, one day, Kevin DeYoung just tweeted this. Oh, exclamation mark! I can't wait to see what happens to Frodo. <laughs> exclamation mark. Um, which th- it's funny because it's one of those like, oops, I meant to text this to a friend. Tweets. Mm-hmm. I assume. I hope. Um, but it's also like, I would be mortified if that is something I accidentally told to all of Twitter because <laughs> Frodo's story's over, right? Like that's not a that's not. That's not a story that's still... That's like saying, I know, I can't wait to see what happens to Jesus. <laughs> like, the, yeah. It would be different if it was, like, James Bond, because those are still coming out. Well, I think what happened to Frodo was he, he, he thought he saw a sexy stone on the ground, and he bent over. He showed up, and he bent over to pick it up, and it was a ring, right? And... um. And yeah, I got nothing. Yes, yeah, that's you, correct. I was looking for a way to work the Thanksgiving tweet in there. I, Frodo was working on expansive plans to bring the nation together. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> expansive plans to bring Middle Earth together. And and uh, what's his name? Kevin DeYoung was excited about that. He, he was excited about that. I think we talked about this with Casey when Casey was on. I think Casey's theory was that it had something to do with Star Wars. Like, he was trying to make fun of Star Wars people or something, but he was, like, he just didn't come out right or something. I don't know. It's a mystery. What? (laughs) I don't don't think there's any... I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't get... Like, there's maybe... The only explanation is he's just... Uh, he's having a text thing with his friend, and he's being funny. Mm-hmm. That's the only explanation. Uh, and it's just a joke we didn't get the setup for. It's a punchline we didn't get the setup for. Mm-hmm. All right, we're, we're, now I'm feeling even more pressure because we're getting towards the end of the 16, and there's going to be some snubs either way. Yeah. This is a controversial choice that I'm about to make, but I simply cannot leave this this tweet on the board. It's got to make the tournament. <laughs> from your from your cohort, Kate Shellnut. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love this one actually. I think yeah, I had this one written down. So now I got to come up with another one. Kate Shellnut. This is long, great. How long before we can read something in a book, copy it in our minds, and paste it <laughs> in our computers? I can't tell if I'm genius or just sleepy. <laughs> did she leave that up? Or did you... Because I'm noticing that it only has one like. <laughs> I don't know. Like Whenever I see a tweet because I'm an evil person, I immediately screen cap it. So if they delete it, I've still got it. Right. So I, I would feel bad if she deleted it. But it's... 
it's pretty funny. It's the really funny thing about it is there's no punctuation on the last sentence. <laughs> Did she just run out of room? Because it it was kind of a, a long. Oh, that could for, be it for 140. <laughs> she may have run out of room, but I like to think she just fell asleep. <laughs> it just has that feel to it. This is a great tweet because um, just knowing Kate and how much she really wants this, like she she could really use something like this. And knowing and but also the idea of copying something in my mind <laughs> um, sounds sounds like an unattainable goal for me personally. I think other people would have an easier time, but. If I could paste like a copy of something I'd read in a book into my computer, it would it would come out uh really different and bad. Like it just wouldn't be the same book. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I have a bad memory. <laughs> okay, so we've got twelve spots secured in the sixteen team sixteen so tweet how- field. Okay, so we need Two more from each. Yeah, let's take a let's take a look at what we got left here because we have so some, I want to get snubbed here, man. Just real quick, I just need to know because I know it's not eligible, but mine was in here. It was in there. It was. So can we just talk about mine real quick as a quick break? Yeah, let me open it up. <clears throat> so I said I should read this tweet, right? Yeah, do it. More etiquette: colon. If you got a screen cap, a tweet to critique it. Just don't. <laughs> why is that? Why is that in here at all? Why did you even screen cap this, Matthew? So I could critique it, obviously. Oh. Uh, I, I I found that to be a Richard Clark classic up there with every tweet is a subtweet. Uh-huh. <laughs> but in a good way, or like a, in the way we're talking about all these other tweets. Oh, definitely the way we're talking about the other tweets. So explain it to me. Tell me, do the thing that you did on all the other tweets. Tell me what's so bad about this tweet. Because here's the deal. This is a tweet people need to hear. <clears throat> okay. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll walk you through it. it okay. Looks, it looks like etiquette is misspelled. I don't know if it is. Oh, no! That's embarrassing. It, it looks like there's an extra T in there somewhere. There's four T's in the word etiquette. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. I didn't yeah. look it up. It just looks odd. There is an extra. There is an extra T. That's correct. All right. This is terrifying already. <laughs> All right. Just what's next? You're asking. You're asking. You're asking for a critique from the guy who who does nothing but tweet inappropriate stuff all day long. No, this is great. I need to hear this, Matthew. I need account. I need an accountability, brother. More etiquette. If you got a screen cap a tweet to critique it, just don't. Yeah. Okay, I guess that, that struck me as funny because obviously, like, if you're telling me not to do something, I'm going to do it right then. Yeah. But also, like, I just kept imagining, like, what did he just see that disturbed <laughs> him to the point where he needed to tweet this out for and make this a rule for the church? <laughs> what what horrors befell Richard Clark's eyes that produced this tweet? It um well it's really ironic to have this conversation right now but <laughs> I found it distasteful when people that I follow on Twitter felt like Twitter has a built-in system for acknowledging and commenting on tweets. Uh-huh. 
And yet people go to the whole the rigmarole of screen capping a tweet <laughs> and attaching it to their tweet and then saying something about it. Like, it's the most cowardly move on earth. Like, I don't want this person to see that I've tagged them. Sometimes they'll, uh, yeah, I mean, I get it if you're trying to, like, blank okay. out their name or something, but um, I've seen people just, like, literally <laughs> screen cap Rachel Held Evans <laughs> and be like, oh, what, a, what, a, what, this is what's wrong with, like, it's always like a big, it's always like a big sweeping generalization about what's wrong with fill in the blank. Um, like, one tweet makes that. Okay, I clear. I'm. I. I guess my my thought is, but if you tweet something out, you're putting it out for public display. So screen capping it and taking it to somebody else, like how is that any different than like taking an article somebody wrote and critiquing it with your friends? With your friends? Yeah. I mean, that's with your friends. That's fun. We're talking about you're building a platform on Twitter, like. Twitter is serious business, Matthew. As my timeline testifies to, I treat it as <laughs> exactly. serious business. You are built. Look, Matthew, don't even lie. You you're building a platform. You're gaining a following. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> a you're doing something. You're doing something you believe in. All I'm saying is, if what you believe in is screen capping people so they can't tell that you have something negative to say about them. You just want to talk. It's literally just talking behind people's backs on Twitter. That's what it is. I'm going to read you my last tweet. I'm going to read the people my last tweet as we're taping this. This is my last tweet. (laughs) I bet one thing Sparrow youth pastors tell the teen birds to keep them from masturbating is his eye is on the sparrow. I don't like that tweet. (laughs) (laughs) I like the one before it where you just say, won't someone make a Christmas song? That's pretty good. Well, I can't make every every tweet inappropriate. Most of them, yes, but not all of them. No, but that was like a uh, never, never mind. I'm gonna try to defend myself. Do not and don't dare, don't you dare defend that those people who screen cap tweets. I just want to get that off my chest. All right, but reading it over, I. Uh, I clearly needed 280 characters to make that point well. Uh, I didn't make it very well in that tweet. It was a dumb tweet. No, it, it was. I, I I literally screen capped it so I could come back and 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 joke with you about it. I think you're like being too easy on me. What? Why would I do that? I don't know. Because I'm I'm a human being that you're talking to right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll get some more screen cap tweets here. Um, Whose turn is it? I lost count. I think it's your turn, but we got to look at what's left on the board because there's some tough decisions that have to be made here mm-hmm. uh, for myself in particular because there's some big tweets left on the board. The infamous John Piper Down Syndrome tweet is on the board. Yeah, that one's more like awkward than funny to me. The, uh, the TD Jakes broke tweet is still on the board. That one's just sad. <laughs> the Tim Keller broccoli tweet is on the board. That one's just confusing. Yeah. Uh, and the Russell Moore Gideon's Army tweet is still on the board. So I don't get that one 
actually. I feel like I'm missing something on that one. So Russell Moore says... I can't find it. Oh my gosh, there's so many tweets. Okay. Gideon's army only had 140 characters. Mm-hmm. I think it was like right when Twitter was going 280 and everybody was pitching a fit about it. Like this is the worst thing that's ever happened. And what's 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 he saying? I think he's trying to be cute, but it comes off as like super corny. <laughs> of like, well, All right. if Gideon could, could uh, Gideon's army didn't have 140. It had like 120 in it at the end, I think. Oh, people. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Now I get it. All right. Well, that's that's fine. So how do you know? Yeah, it's cool. You could do worse than corny. <laughs> I, I liked it. It was kind of it was kind of goofy. It was a goofy tweet, put it that way. Yeah, it's not that much different than the Tim Keller broccoli tweet. Well, so question for we do for you: Do we want two Dave Ramsey tweets in here? Ooh, because that's my other choice. That's my my next choice. Uh, I can't tell you how to vote. There were there were three Dave Ramsey tweets. <laughs> in the, right. Uh, in, in I the, chose one of the first two. Okay. And then I don't know. You you have to. I mean, it's up to you. You, you you've got to tweet this. You got to Coach Walker exposed is a great username. First of all, <laughs> Coach Walker exposed tweeted at Dave Ramsey this time. Okay. At Dave Ramsey, see this guy knows how Twitter works, uh-huh. where you tag people that you want to complain about. Mm-hmm. At Dave Ramsey is a liar. He does in all caps by extended warranty three exclamation marks praying hand emoji hand clap emoji hand up in the air emoji okay sign emoji hashtag exposed hashtag shook i i read all of that out because <laughs> oh and there's a gif of a woman just looking very shocked uh-huh. i read all that out because it's clearly a joke tweet right can we agree on that? It is a joke. I, I investigated who it was. It's by like a high school kid that created right. like a like a troll account, like just to yeah. troll one of his coaches. So, and David Ra- Dave Ramsey, not David, Dave. Sorry, Dave. Um, of course, saw this one because it's tag- it tagged him. So the system worked. He saw it and um, quote tweeted it. Which that I don't know if the system worked there. Like I feel like this is one you maybe reply to rather than quote t- tweet. <laughs> but um, he said qu- he quote tweeted it with the comment, "Not sure what your goal is here," which is so perfect because <laughs> that is true. He does not realize the goal here is just humor. Anyway, he said, "Not sure what your goal is here, but you would be the liar." I don't buy <laughs> I don't buy extended warranties. Dot 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 all caps ever. Period. Um I just so either he's playing along and that's hilarious, but I the first sentence, not sure what your goal is here, makes me think he's not playing along and I just love that. He's really passionate about extended warranties. Like, <laughs> this could ruin his brand if people, like, if CT published the next day that he had, he he does buy extended warranty, according to Coach Walter explode, exp, explodes, <laughs> exposed. <laughs> according to Coach Walker, exposed. 
it's see, a good one. Is, this is going to put your your um, your aversion to screen capping to the test, because by the time I got to this tweet, it was already taken down. But one of the people who who sent stuff to me caught this and capped it before Dave Ramsey took it down, and then he sent it to me. So is this is is this unethical that we were making fun of this tweet if Dave Ramsey took it down? The key, uh, y- no. No, this is journalistic, um, you know, <laughs> something. It's journalism. <laughs> um, the key is if you if you have to screen cap a tweet to critique it, so that assumes the tweet exists on the on the Twitter. Um, if you have to then screen cap it in order to say something, then just don't do that. But yeah, if it's like doesn't exist on Twitter anymore, yeah, use that screen cap. That's important. We need to get to the bottom of whether he uses extended warranties. We do. My question is, how much do you want to bet it was one of his lackeys that finally got to Dave Ramsey and said, hey, you got to take this down, man. You're getting trolled. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say 100%. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, I would think so. It's, it can happen to the best of us, I will say. I'm pretty sure it happens to me on a regular basis. All right. If anyone were to care enough. Can I just read this? This is not one that's going to get picked, I don't think. I just want to read it just because it's beautiful. From Joshua Mills. The difference is in the details. God is into the details. Your difference is what distinguishes God in you. <laughs> what the heck does that mean? It's really a two different points. That are unrelated but have the same words in them. <sighs> there is no there is no connection between the difference <laughs> is in the details and God is in the in into the details, which is true, sure. The second thing, your difference is what distinguishes God in you. Well, I don't actually don't know what that means, and second of all, it definitely doesn't have anything to do with the first thing. <laughs> Alright, it's my pick. I'm gonna apologize in advance, Rich Rich, if, if you need to go get a glass of water or something while I while I read this one. Okay, I'm gonna. I actually do need to use a restroom, so why not do it then? I've got, I've got to take Nadia Boltzweber off the board. Okay. Sarcastic Luther, Nadia Boltzweber. All I want is to instigate an art project where purity rings are mailed to me to be melted into a sculpture of a vagina. (laughs) Hashtag not too much to ask. Thank you, Nadia. Thank you for that one. She doesn't ask for much. She doesn't ask for much. All right. If Casey was here, she would probably go into a rant about that one. So out of deference to Casey, we'll just put that one in the uh, in the field and move on. I think that brings us up to 14 now. So what? We need one more? Uh, one more. Uh, there, there's no way. There's too many good ones still left on the board. So we don't need one more? No, I'm saying there's, there's, too, many, there's too many left to pick from. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. So I'm going to start from the one that I. This is like. This is one I really struggle with, but I ultimately I thought, yeah, this is pretty interesting tweet. Um, Carl Lentz <laughs> is the pastor of a church, and he tweeted this. Bad colon. This is like okay. I guess he's following like a. a tired wired 
sort of uh, format where you like say this is out and this is in or whatever. Uh-huh. But it, it's bad and better for him, which is a weird scale. Bad colon I own and quote I own a cat. Better colon quote. <laughs> Now it's all falling apart in front of me. Quote, start life over. <laughs> End quote. Uh, so the thing... Go for it. The, things to, the thing to note about this tweet is that there's bad and better. One's obviously bad. That's self-explanatory. Better is, is not necessarily good, I don't guess. It's just like better than bad. And they're both quotes. Like, so... there's a bad thing that someone could say and then there's a slightly better thing someone could say the bad thing someone could say is I own a cat irrespective of whether they own a cat just saying that is bad and the better thing someone could say is start life over (laughs) I think I see what he's getting at like (laughs) It's bad to own a cat, and if you do, you can improve your life by starting over. Um, but that's not a good joke at all. <laughs> Even as someone who really hates cats, I just, you know, it's rude <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> and then also, I just think he he's kind of bungles it. Mm-hmm. I've I don't know how to pick my last one, Richard. I really don't. Somebody's gonna get their feelings hurt here. Mm-mm. Um, I'm, I'm between the John Piper Down syndrome and and the Russell Moore Gideon's Army. Really, those are your choices? Well, I mean, I've got other ones too, but I feel like I feel like we have to have. Oh, we've got we've got John Piper Sixty Stones in there. I got. Well, I guess we've got him represented. <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm, st- I'm struggling here what, what are you I'm a fan of like imaginary straw men being yelled at um in tweets okay so I'm kind of like something along those lines would be good the one I'm looking at right now is by Jory Micah <laughs> okay who says I, who says I sleep at night knowing I don't follow a rich white sexist racist heartless dictator but a humble brown merciful feminist king <laughs> crown emoji I think she's um, saying she's better than people who do follow a rich white sexist racist heartless dictator but I don't like I guess she's talking about Trump there I think <laughs> <laughs> well, but um, the important thing is much like Jared C. Wilson we must not forget that she's on the correct side well, yeah. Um, but, the, yeah, it's the... It's like... The, I don't I don't know anyone who would like... I don't know. Well, there are definitely some weird people who follow Trump, I guess. I don't know. That one's not a great one. Let's move past that. <laughs> That's, I've suddenly become convinced of her thesis. <laughs> Rod Dreher, I'm partial to because I ranted against this tweet when it went up. Uh-huh. On Twitter, someone needs divine smiting. Rod Dreher literally telling tr- Twitter that Robertson should be killed. What? A, what? what? A <laughs> 
but Dutha is pretty good too. Um, who's uh, who says the the Reformation is how you got Trump? Yeah, that feels it's like so that. simple and That's so. I don't know. Over simple. Do we need to go above sixteen? Do we need to go to eighteen or so? Uh, I don't. I don't. I honestly don't think so. I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. Okay. But it's up to you. You're the owner of this thing. Well, I, I don't. Matthew put, Pierce Inc. I L LLC. I can't put too much. I, I got to have checks and balances here, or else, uh, <laughs> or else I go off the rails. I just feel like Russell Moore needs to be in this tournament somehow. So I'm going to put Russell. No, Moore. that's fair. But I think his worst is his his next one is is worse. Okay. I don't actually get it even more, but it's definitely I know enough to know it's weird. He said, "And yet we are not actually rabbits." Is that in a thread? It it is in a thread. He was uh he uh, was like and- it was like an excerpt of something. I think it was his Hugh Hefner like anti Hugh Hefner piece of like <laughs> Okay, perfect. And yet we are not actually rabbits. We can see our deaths coming, and we outlive those deaths to give an account of our lives. I don't know. That's not that great either. He was talking about, like, the bunny philosophy or something. All right, maybe Gideon's Army then. I guess it's fine. I'm just, you know. I just feel like Gideon's Army is going to do really well in the tournament. I think people are going to respond to it. So I'm going to put Gideon's Army in there. You're the you're the expert. All right, so let's let's look at the snubs. Oh, this is This is painful. Uh, Tim Keller's broccoli tweet, TJ TJ Jake's broke tweet, um, Ross Douthat, that tweet. Mm, that's painful. It's really bad. The John Piper Down Syndrome. I feel like if we put the John Piper Down Syndrome tweet in there, it'll split the vote with Sexy Stones. Mm-hmm. That yeah. That's kind of like the... Uh, like, uh, Dave it, is in an, it is a Russell Moore tweet as well, though. Yeah, there is, is that. Okay. All right. Well, well barring any any last minute negotiations or, or changes of heart, I think we've got our I think we've got our field of sixteen. Yeah, I'm uh, good with it. As of this moment, we don't have it set up because we had to pick the tweets first. So the way to work is we'll put all sixteen on the uh, on the voting page, and then you vote. I think we'll give like probably four votes. You can pick your favorite four, and then like the top I don't know five or six vote getters will go into the championship round, and then we'll. And then we'll all vote for the uh, the Christian tweet, the top Christian tweet of 2017. I'm trying to think who I want to um, stump for here. <laughs> vote for Dave Ramsey. Please vote for Dave Ramsey. He's the king. You know that Mark Driscoll one's pretty good, though. It is, man. It's almost like we need an NIT of like the tweets that weren't quite good enough to make it. That's cheating. Yeah, it probably is. You know what? You just took out all the sexual entendres, then you would uh, the double entendres, <laughs> then you would uh, then you'd you'd have a pretty good list, I think. Well, the, but what would the point be at, at that point? There'd be no uh, point to uh, laugh with purity. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to apologize for refusing. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you got a screen cap a tweet to put it on the board don't just don't and also i'm working on expansive plans to find the best tweet of christian twitter so all right no. call me and i will let you know when i care <laughs> touche well played <laughs> hey instead of calling me 
to let me know you care. Why don't you care about what God has called you to do? And come on The Calling and <laughs> talk about it. And listen to The Calling uh, every other week uh, on iTunes or the Apple Store, podcast store, Richard, or Stitcher probably. Richard Clark is a good man. I appreciate him carving out time to do this with me. Thanks, Matthew. 